How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. Today, we actually have a cage match, a battle between ChatGPT Plus and Google Gemini Advanced. I did a side-by-side comparison over the course of two videos that are on my YouTube channel, and I'm going to break this down for you very succinctly and quickly so that you can easily implement this in anything you're doing for work. I'll show you the pluses and the minuses of both done in the testing that I did. Okay. Today's episode, though, is brought to you by the Ryan Staley YouTube channel, right? Um, I am specifically mentioning this because I am putting time, energy, and attention on showing you step-by-step the visuals of what I'm talking about on the podcast, on Superhuman Revenue, on LinkedIn, in real time, in video, because it's game-changing when you actually see it. So I am going through a combination of two videos that I made on, on YouTube today and summarizing them. But if you want to check them out, just check out Ryan Staley on YouTube. And I'm right there, man. Um, check it out and you'll see what I'm talking about. But let's get into it because I know you want to listen and you might be shaving. You may be walking down the street right now. You might be even a workout or whatever you're doing. So I did a couple different tests, right? So Google Gemini Advanced, which is the chat GPT equivalent that Google just released last week. Uh, and then it was funny that if you didn't hear my last video, I did a breakdown of the five secrets that nobody's talking about that that basically are within Sora, which is the text-to-video generator that OpenAI released last week. Now, so if you didn't listen to it, go back, check that out. There's some really mind-blowing stuff that's in there. Now, getting back to it, the ChatGPT Plus, I, I was I basically had Google Gemini Advanced, and um, it came out, I think it was last Thursday from the time of this recording. I really wanted to see like how it compared, right? Like how did it, like if I did it step-by-step, and I'm like, all right, how can I test this then? What can I do? Because those are some of the biggest decisions that are going to be made. And one of the things I'm going to tell you is like, because of what I'm about to share with you on this episode, there's a big shift that you're going to see happen. And I'll reveal it at the end of the episode, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay. So the big shift is going to be at the end of the episode. All right. So let's go through a breakdown of the battle. So what I did is I did two different kind of testing scenarios. One was three general use cases. I did the video, I did not edit it, and I did it in real time so you could see what I was seeing as it went, right? And that there's not very many things that are done like that. They're always edited, clean up, sped up, right? And so um, what I want to do is go through three rounds of testing and really see how it was because so far before Gemini, um, it was Bard and Bard was kind of mediocre, right? Now they had Gemini that got released and then Gemini Advanced, which is a really upgraded version of it. And then there's going to be uh, the next version, which is like 1.5, which has like a million text window or token window where it could effectively, I think it's like almost basically have taken all the pages from like all the Harry Potter books and have accurate recall down exactly what you're asking for, which is insane. That's on the Google side. But now let's get back to the testing because I want to show you what I found. So basically what happened was I did the three rounds of testing. All right. And what I did is I started off with, I'm like, let's create a startup, you know, through the lens of how Elon Musk would do it. Let's create a startup in 2024. Assume I have no money. I want to create an AI startup, you know, and then there's some more prompts I gave to it. But as we went through it, the really interesting thing was Gemini had a little bit more personality. 
Uh, ChatGPT was a little dry, uh, but basically Gemini had a lot of personality as it went through it. And at the time of testing, now I haven't seen this a lot, but for some reason, I've been running into some performance issues with ChatGPT lately, even on the Plus version. So I don't know if, if their capacity is getting stretched. I know that not as many people have adopted Gemini, but it was slow, right? So when I did it side by side, Gemini won round one in terms of, of that you know, overall understanding and ideation right there. So the second test I did was on creativity. And I, I, I even prompted to say, okay, like think different, you know, use, use a, a catchphrase like Apple with think different. I want you to come up with the name of the company, think different, um, use a catchphrase like that. And then, you know, also build on top of a 30, 60, 90 day plan. Now, the good thing about both models and, and for some reason, ChatGPT sped up a lot when I did that. So maybe it was just a, a blip, but they were both really, really good in, in terms of the responses that they gave, right? So that was viewed as a tie. Then what we did is we went to round three, okay? And did visuals. And so I used Dolly 3 and I used what Gemini had. And the real interesting thing was I said, okay, of all those startups, like create logos for them, what they would look like, you know, make them very stimulating and interesting, right? And it was interesting because Gemini didn't really follow my directions. It created some cool looking pictures, but not really logos that you could use. Dolly actually created a very logoized type look. So it seems like it understood the directions a little bit better. Now, the other thing was, is um, the visuals had, I don't know, deeper craftsmanship when it came to it. So, um, however, what I did notice is that Gemini was a lot faster. So, you know, I was kind of, you could watch the video to see who I mentioned one, but it was very, very close, closer than they've ever been in terms of testing them back and forth, which is really interesting. So remember that they're very, very close. Okay. So now I'm going to go in the second test I did. This was all around image generation. And this is part of it because in my accelerator that I have my AI accelerator, which you haven't checked it out. Um, definitely, definitely check it out. It's on my website. It's on my LinkedIn profile. I hit go to market different areas and go to market on how you could leverage AI to specifically implement in what you're doing, doing some really, really good things in there, cool things in there. Um, all these prompts, um, but also workflows, ideas, everything that you can imagine is in there so that you can go from zero to being like top 1% when it comes to utilizing AI. So anyway, so one of the things is I was going through for my members, basically the whole idea on how to leverage image generation. I was giving really specific examples of you know creating pattern interrupt pictures, how to use it for content, how to deconstruct it. So I went through some deep levels of that. And so what I did is I'm going through the three tests I did is did image summarization. So effectively what that is, is that's like of the three tests I did on the image versus Gemini and Dolly, image summarization is basically like if you have, let's say you create content for a client or you have a blog or you have a social media post or you just have enablement material for marketing or sales or leadership, whatever. And you said, hey, create me a picture based on this content that looks like this, right? Dolly did a really good job of it. Um, I was not impressed with what Gemini did, right? Then when it came to straight prompting, it kind of flipped a little bit. Like Gemini actually created four outputs faster than it took Dolly to create one. And they were both really good, but Gemini was a lot faster. And at the same time, it made it easier to iterate because of how it was set up. User interface is pretty slick with, with Gemini as well. 
So round two went to basically Gemini. Now round three is I gave it some very specific instructions for pattern interrupt pictures. Okay. So this is like the third level. Um, And what happened was with that is they were actually really, really close, but I think Dolly had a slight edge on it. So if you look at it, the moral of the story is like these models are getting much, much closer. And I know I talked about Sora and how that could be game changer. I suspect with what Google has coming out, they have something similar because they have native video and they have so much content to train on based on YouTube that I think you're going to see some weird stuff like from them as well. But why I'm telling you this, and this is the big reveal of what this is going to do to business. You're probably going to see the model shifts where there's massive, massive user populations in the business community that either have you know, Google Workspace on one side, or they have Microsoft Office on the other side. I think OpenAI folks, or I should say ChatGPT users, um, or I should say the Microsoft users who have Microsoft 365, Microsoft Teams, are going to migrate more toward the OpenAI version, right? Because that's Microsoft friendly, it's going to be built in and have tighter integration. At the same time, those on the Google Workspace side are going to you know, nestle in tighter with Gemini. So you're probably going to see this shift where based on the operating system that companies have, they can protect that through doing tighter integrations to their solutions. However, because this is innovating so fast, we're not even talking about open source models. I think it's really, really critical to have a model agnostic approach when you leverage this because there's going to be leaps and bounds differences. Like if you look at 11 labs for, for voice, it's like, way better than than anybody else when it comes to voice to text. Um, you know, we're starting to see, I mean, mid-journey is is, you know, by experts identified as the best image generation tool right now. We're seeing new things, SOAR is going to come out. There's going to be all these innovations and it's not going to stop. So ideally you want to have some comfortability or level in terms of using the different areas. But there's going to be a time where some of these tight integrations are super valuable depending on the niche of the business and what you need. So Anyways, I wanted to share that with you today because I presented to I don't know, hundreds, of, uh, well over 100 executives lately. And some of the biggest things that they wanted to understand was tools, like what tools to use, when to use them and where. And some of these things are um, hard to decipher through, but I actually spent the time, you know, put the work in. So I wanted to share it with you so you didn't have to do the same. So hope you appreciate this episode. If you do, please share it with someone that you think would like really appreciate it and help it. Um, shoot me a note, connect me on LinkedIn. Uh, would love to hear what you're thinking and, and check out the real videos on YouTube. Uh, I appreciate you being on this journey with me along the way. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out the scale up show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.